Hello, fellow Rebel Capitals. Hope you're well. So on CNBC, just now, they came out with a story talking about mortgage demand and how we haven't seen these types of numbers since 1996. And you may say to yourself, well, George, that's not that big of a deal. I mean, back in 1996, that's when the housing market was actually sane and the fundamentals made sense. (laughs) But that's my point. You see, we're still in la-la land when it comes to the housing market. So the fact that demand for mortgages is this low tells you how little additional supply we need to dramatically impact prices. I know this is a concept that we've been talking about for for the last week on this channel. And I actually did a whiteboard on it that will be out tonight. So stay tuned for that. But let's get right into the article and check this out wherever it went. There it is. So mortgage demand stalls at a level not seen since 1996. And I would point out, I think we discussed this in an earlier video today, Josh, that this is not just the lowest level since 1996, but it's dramatically lower than what we saw at the depths of the last housing bust, which in and of itself is completely mind-blowing. And uh, just to give you an anecdotal story, I remember when I retired, And uh, in 2012, most of you know that. And the first thing I did when I started investing my own money is I was buying real estate. I was buying these small rental properties in uh, Kansas City, Kansas City, Missouri, usually like three bed, two bath, four bed, two bath, kind of these older homes, about 1500 square feet roughly. And uh, I remember at the time I was buying them at the tax auctions because so many people were not paying their property taxes that uh, they're getting foreclosed on. So by the way, for those of you who think that you're safe because you've got a 30-year fixed rate mortgage or the housing market is safe because they got a 30-year fixed rate mortgage, don't forget about the impact of property taxes skyrocketing as a result of property values skyrocketing and unemployment going up as well. You see, that's not a good combination either. (laughs) It's any expenses going up, including utilities. But Let's get back to the the article here. And I remember, uh, I mean, I was going to, even going on to the MLS, I mean, there were hundreds of homes for sale and there were no buyers. There were zero buyers. I remember, in fact, when, when you'd have like a, a foreclosure that would go on the MLS from a bank. And we're talking about a house that you could rent out for a thousand bucks a month. And the house would go on the market for literally $50,000. This was pretty much my, my business model. And the, the house, $100,000 house, you know, it, and, and prior to the GFC crashing, it was 120, 130, 140 grand. But you're getting $1,000 a month plus for rent on this house. And they're selling it for $50,000. And I was able to just go there on the MLS and not even have, and have zero urgency. Like never once like, oh my gosh, I got to put an offer on this thing really, really fast or someone's going to beat me to it. Never. It would just pop up on the MLS along with the other 150,000 of them. And I'd be like, huh, yeah, cool. Oh boy. Anyway, I'm going to get back to Panera Bread, get some lunch. Oh boy. Maybe in a couple hours, I'll get around to putting in an old offer on that one. Maybe I'll call Christina at at the time was my agent. My point is, Demand was ridiculously low. 
but demand today is even lower. So the only delta there was supply. That's the only difference in what keeps prices high where they are today and prices just crashing like they were from 2006 to 2012. But my point, my main point here is that you don't have to have much supply increase. You don't have to have supply go from 600,000 on the market right now, let's say, up to 1.2 million, which is kind of a historic norm. No, 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 no. Because there are so few buyers, all you would have to have is another 100, 200,000 on average come onto the market in the entire United States. And you'd see home prices decline as a result. Anyway, getting back to this article here, key talking points, average contract interest rate, 30-year fixed rate mortgage, uh, 726000 or less increased from 7.21% up to 7.27%. Demand for refi dropped 5% for the week and was 31% lower than the same week one year ago. Now, that doesn't surprise me at all. And the refis, for the broader economy, that is a big deal because that's less purchasing power that these people have extracted from their homes, and that equals lower aggregate demand. But let's just focus on looking at this through the lens of real estate prices, and then maybe at the end we can connect some more macro dots. Next key talking point, applications for mortgage mortgages to purchase a home rose 1% week to week, but were 27 lower than the same week a year ago. And and keep in mind, this is 20% lower than they were a year ago. And one year ago, they were incredibly low. I mean, just like we said yesterday, this is, this is our real estate market has turned into the FTX cryptocurrency. It's like the FTT token. And if you don't know what I'm talking about, you got to watch that video from yesterday. Basically, there's such a low float that any new additional supply just collapses the price. That's what happened with their FTX's FTT token. And all, also, you get credit conditions that tighten. And F, SPF, SBF, excuse me, uh, couldn't take those tokens that he had, and he couldn't borrow against them any longer. And that's when the game's up. And it's just like right now with the real estate market, people might be able to t- take out a home equity loan, but they can't afford to. If they can't afford to, to make ends meet, then the next thing that comes along is, well, we've got to sell the house to extract that equity, more supply coming on the market. Hey guys, I want to remind you to check out Rebel Capitalist Pro. This is the incredible online investment forum that I have with investment experts, Lynn Alden and Chris McIntosh. It includes professionals such as Patrick Serezna from Macro Voices. He specializes in options. Tony Greer, commodity trading. Jason Hartman, real estate. And Brent Johnson with Macro Economics. If you want to build wealth and thrive in this world of -of out-of-control central banks and big governments, Rebel Capitalist Pro is the resource you need. So check it out today at georgegammon.com forward slash pro. That's georgegammon.com forward slash pro. We'll see you inside with the fellow rebel capitalists that are taking their investing to the next level. Getting back to the story, higher mortgage rates take a toll. Total mortgage application volume dropped 0.8% last week compared to the previous week. 
the average contract, okay, we went over that, went over demand for refis. Now they're comparing it to 2020. As a comparison at this time of year in 2020, when the Cerveza Sickness Monetary Policy had interest rates around 3%, they're talking about mortgage rates. The refi share of mortgage applications was 63%. So right now, that number has dropped down to 30%. But that's 30% of a very, very low number. So here's when they get into more of the mortgage applications instead of the refis. The adjustable, oh no. Here we go again. You guys ready? Go ahead and buckle up because we have seen this movie before. You know how it ends. The adjustable rate mortgage share of total applications rose. Oh, goody. (laughs) Fantastic. Well, that's some great news. Not only is the amount of mortgage applications at an all-time low going back to 1996, but the percentage of those extremely low volume of mortgages are adjustable rate, ARMS, as we used to call them, which have never caused any problem for the U.S. housing market. (laughs) Oh, boy. You, it's, it's, just, it's just really unbelievable that as human beings, we have such short-term memory. It's just, it's like you take your hand and you put it on that hot oven. And like five minutes later, we're doing it again. It's, it's like we have the memory of a goldfish, for heaven's sakes. Just unbelievable. You know what it is? I think it's selective amnesia. Meaning that whenever we, as human beings, we see an opportunity to make money, even if we know that's going to get us into trouble, we selectively forget about the trouble and pretend that it doesn't exist. And then we rationalize as to how this time it's different. And then we do the exact same thing. And then we get ourselves into the exact same problem, but at a bigger scale. Here's where we get into the specifics about 1996. Mortgage application decreased for the seventh time in eight weeks, reaching its lowest level since 1996, which again, by the way, is way lower than it was at the depths of the GFC. And in 2012, going back to that anecdotal story I was telling you about, or that personal story I was telling you about, a mortgage banking bankers association economist and released, given how high rates are now, it, but let's remember, are they that high? I mean, this is kind of one of my pet peeves. Rates are so high right now. Really? No. You mean rates are normal. They're not high. They're just normal. And I would argue they're even a little lower than normal. If you go back 100 years, there continues to be minimal refinance activity, reduced incentive for homeowners to sell and buy a new home at a higher rate. Mortgage rates remain high at the start of this week. While it's always possible that big ticket data will thread the needle and result in minimal movement. There's little question about big departure from expectations. will rock bond boat, better or worse. I don't know what that refers to, but <laughs> the bottom line here is that demand is plummeting. and Demand is at a scary level right now. Even though prices are kind of elevating, I mean, they're down. Let's, you know, They're down, according to the case Schiller, year over year. But they haven't just dropped like 20%. But, but boy, oh boy, we are riding that razor's edge that all you would have to have, it, just like those FTT tokens, 
as a little more supply come online and demand is so incredibly low that we could see a significant move in prices, nominal prices, going down. Wow. All right, guys, we're definitely going to have to follow that story. As always, make sure that you're standing up for freedom, liberty, free market capitalism.